0: I hear OLED is the best display, but it's really expensive, and some people say it's not really LED the way an LCD is, but but an LCD is an LCD, not an LED. But OLED is an LED? What the heck is mini-LED, then? Are you confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about mini-LED. The first thing to remember with displays is that the Holy Grail is a combination of three things—resolution, light control, and cost— If you can have each pixel handle its own brightness at high resolution for cheap, you should patent that because that's almost the perfect display. Sadly, you can't have all three yet. You can either control the brightness of each pixel at a higher cost and possibly sacrifice some of the total brightness, or you can handle a little more brightness at an affordable price but without the control, meaning your blacks are sometimes a little gray. Display panels these days break down largely into two camps, LCD and OLED. OLED stands for Organic Light Emitting Diode, and yes, it is an LED, but you'll see why it's different. It gives you the control over the picture, meaning great contrast, great brightness, true blacks, and more, but it's also more expensive. Only LG seems to make it with any kind of affordability, so you see it more often in phones than in big TVs. LCD stands for liquid crystal display. LCDs these days use some form of LED for backlight. Now, it can't control every pixel's brightness, but it's the cost-effective alternative. LED-based LCD TVs are super cheap, but the picture doesn't compare to OLED. mini LED TVs promise to improve the picture to keep LCD competitive with dark blacks, excellent brightness, and good contrast without driving up the cost. Let's talk about how all LCDs that use LED for backlight work, then we'll get into mini-LEDs particularly. LED, or as I said, light-emitting diode, shines either from the side or directly behind a liquid crystal display, the LCD. That liquid crystal layer modulates the light to create the image. LEDs can be fully bright, dimmed to some sort of level, or just off altogether. In older LED LCD TVs, there's not much control of the backlight. And the liquid crystal layer has to do the work of blocking the light, which isn't perfect. Something called local dimming helps with that. Local dimming lets the TV turn off or dim down just the LEDs behind the dark part of the picture. And that gives you better black levels and good contrast because you're not relying on the liquid crystal layer to block the light. The part of the picture where local dimming is in effect has really good contrast and deep blacks but it's not perfectly precise. You've got 8 million pixels in a 4K TV and a thousand or fewer LEDs. So you got a lot fewer LEDs than you do pixels. You don't have one LED for each pixel. So some light bleeds around the edges and still has to be blocked by the liquid crystal display itself. Think of it this way. You have a white table with a black hat on it in one small part of the picture. If you only have one LED behind that part of the picture, you'll have to have it on for the white table to appear, and then you'll have to have the liquid crystal layer block the part where the hat is, meaning the hat's going to look kind of gray. Because again, the LCD, the liquid crystal layer, it doesn't block all the light. If, however, you had four LEDs behind that part of the picture, the one closest to the hat can be off while the other three shine. I mean, it's not perfect. Some of the light from the LEDs meant for the table will still need to be blocked from the hat by the liquid crystal layer, meaning you'll see a little gray, but it'll be darker. If you had a hundred LEDs behind that part of the picture, you can do a fair approximation of the hat in LEDs and turn all those off and leave just the ones behind the table on. And if you have one LED for each pixel... You have a nice black hat on a nice bright white table. So you get the idea. The more LEDs you have, the more control you have over the picture. And the smaller the LED, the more of them you can fit in a screen. Normal LEDs these days are around a millimeter. You can get 500 or so of them in a typical LCD TV. But mini LEDs are smaller. They're usually 0.2 millimeters or smaller, and you can get thousands of those in. That lets you have more what are called local dimming points, meaning you have more control of what parts of the screen have light or not. TCL's 8-series has more than 25,000 mini-LEDs grouped into 1,000 local dimming zones. Compare that to a Vivo Quantum X TV, which has 485 local dimming zones. I think you know which one the hat will look better on. Now, Visio would rightly point out that Quantum X also uses quantum dots, and if we had a more colorful hat, they'd hang in there with a good picture in other ways, but we'll leave quantum dots for another day. More local dimming zones mean less chance for things like blooming. Blooming is where there's still light behind a part of the image that should be dark. It just kind of blooms around the edge. Less blooming means you can make LEDs brighter if you don't have to worry about blooming, you can have that LED be super bright and not worry that it's going to bleed into the dark part. So why not just make all LEDs small? Well, there used to be a problem of energy use. The smaller you made an LED, the more power it used to get the same amount of brightness as the larger version. Or That's the way it used to be. Advances in LED manufacturing now let smaller LEDs be made with the same amount of light as older, larger LEDs while actually using less energy. Mini LEDs, they are more power efficient. So, right? We've got mini LEDs, they got more local dimming zones, they use less power, they're going to take over, right? Well, they're still not as good as OLED. And we're not going to go fully into OLED here but for comparison here are OLED's advantages over mini LED. You know that problem with needing to fit enough backlights in to match the pixels in LCD TVs? OLED doesn't have that problem because each OLED pixel is self-emissive. You don't need to put a backlight behind it. It's its own light source. That's a lot of control because each pixel can have a specific color that lights up or not. That allows for deep blacks, great contrast, and even lighting. More even lighting than even micro-LED. But at a cost. And not just a higher cost of manufacturing. OLED doesn't have the same burn-in problems that, say, a plasma television used to. But over time, images can burn into the OLED pixels. And OLED pixels will lose brightness as they get used. Not fast. But over a long period of time, you'd start to notice it. Many LEDs can offer high levels of brightness with no risk of burn in or lowering levels of brightness over time. Now, there's also something you might hear called micro LED out there. That's in the future. Micro-LED will eventually surpass mini-LED and OLED. Micro-LEDs are made of inorganic material. Remember, the O in OLED is organic. Micro-LED is made of inorganic material. That means it doesn't decay as fast, so it has some of that benefit of mini-LED that it doesn't have as much risk of burn-in or lowering levels of brightness over time. But... Micro-LED has even smaller LEDs than mini-LED, about 0.1 millimeters or less. That's half the size of mini-LED or less. That means you really get one LED for every pixel, and you don't need the liquid crystal layer. So you get the deep blacks and the good contrast of OLED. But a 4K micro-LED TV needs 25 million LEDs. That's one of the problems, because right now... They're not cheap to make, and you got to make a lot more of them. So there you have it. Mini LED is the latest best LCD TV technology that gets it close to OLED in contrast and black levels and brightness at a more affordable cost. That is to say, I hope you know a little more about Mini LED. and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.